With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee reports four positives for COVID-19 today from the 231 COVID-19 tests carried out since our report on Thursday. There have been 73,721 COVID-19 vaccinations given to date in the Cayman Islands, and of these 39,792, 61% of the estimated population have had at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. 52% have completed the two-dose course. We'll have more more about the vaccination program a bit later in this newscast. The Cayman Islands Monetary Authority fines Intertrust Corporate Services more than $4.2 million in discretionary administrative fines. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin explains. According to a public notice posted on the SEMA website, the fines were imposed for the company's, quote, pervasive and protracted history of non-compliance with the requirements of the anti-money laundering regulations. SEMA cites a half-dozen breaches, which it says Intertrust failed to remediate, which includes due diligence measures, failure to verify source of funds or beneficial ownership, as well as not adequately performing ongoing monitoring. The fines come after an on-site inspection in February of 2020. According to a press release on Global Newswire, parent company Intertrust NV says the breaches alleged are administrative in nature and there is no suggestion that Intertrust has engaged in or facilitated its clients engaging in money laundering activities. The notice affords Intertrust a period of 30 days in which to lodge an appeal against the administrative penalty and the company is currently engaged with counsel to consider all available options in response to this notice. Intertrust says it recognizes the seriousness of the matter and is committed to making every effort to fulfill its role as gatekeeper. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. The Cayman Islands Monetary Authority issued a statement saying it is disappointed and concerned that the Maples Group thought it fit to issue a press release regarding a judicial review of the authority's interpretation and application of certain provisions within the anti-money laundering regulations. SEMA says that action is inappropriate and against the spirit of existing court orders that currently pertain to the proceedings. SEMA says it intends to robustly defend the proceedings and will strenuously resist any attempts to undermine the strength of the jurisdiction's AML-CFT regime, vowing to take all necessary actions whenever regulated entities repeatedly fail to address supervisory directions to comply with the jurisdiction's regulatory requirements. In other local news, the official opposition says they are hoping the new government will complete some of the plans they started. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens explains. The dust after April 14th's elections has settled and in its wake lies a new government. With shifts in power, sometimes projects started by the previous government get left behind by the new. Leader of the opposition, Honorable Roy McTaggart. Two big issues facing the Cayman Islands. One is the uh, the vaccination program. I think that has to be the biggest effort right now. And they, they seem to be, they are on board with that. And the next biggest issue was, was the, you know, safe reopening. Deputy Leader of the Opposition Joey Hugh, previously the Minister of Infrastructure, shares his hopes on what plans will stay alive. Uh, one would be the digital IDs. I, I hope that that continues. We were at the point where those could be issued as early as this summer. That is a, a, is a gateway for uh, our e-government and both uh, through government and for the private sector. Also the efforts made to, to start moving towards the, the introduction of a third uh, fiber optic, state-of-the-art fiber optic cable. Again, another integral part of, of our future growth as, as in, in fintech, um, 
in, in other areas of technology. Mr. Hugh mentions the national development plans and the unique opportunity this presents Cayman. Before COVID, 2,356 Caymanians commented on plans which helped develop the national planning framework. I hope that the new government takes opportunity as it is ready for public consultation on the first area being the Seven Mile Beach. And it is, it's, it's just a real good opportunity, a plan that the entire country can participate in. So those are just a couple of things from my ministry that I hope uh, we will see uh, come to fruition in the very near future. Fellow member of the opposition, Dwayne Seymour, previously Minister of Health, would like to see work on the Marine Park extension finished, spare gun amendments and the planned mini-hospital in Baden Town. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. A major government-wide push continues, encouraging as many people as possible to get vaccinated against COVID-19 by the 9th of June, before the local vaccine stock expires at the end of the month. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has more. The vaccination challenge coordinated by the Ministry of Tourism and Transport enters everyone being vaccinated before June 9th into a raffle draw, offering prizes including Cayman Airways airline tickets, staycations and more. Minister of Tourism and Transport, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan, received his first vaccine dose and urged all residents who have not yet been vaccinated to join him. Uh, we're dealing with a, a global pandemic. I think it's fair to say everybody knows the seriousness of what this can do to human life um, and ailments. Um, but more importantly after that is, is keeping our economy going. Um, so this is a part of uh, ultimate goal. Minister Bryan underscored the importance of the tourism industry to the Cayman Islands economy. It's our, tourism is our second pillar of our major revenue earner. Um, and in order for us to continue to provide for the people of this country, we need that revenue. Um, but, but putting safety first. So we think that this is some of the first steps to getting there. Uh, the medical advice has told us that uh, when we get to around 80%, that we can start making the necessary steps to safely open the borders. So safety first, economy second, and making people get back to work and money flowing back into our economy. The tourism minister explained that the vaccination challenge is an additional incentive for people to do the right thing and thanked the local business community for supporting the initiative. Minister Bryan also had some words of thanks for the many people working behind the scenes to roll out the vaccination program. Well, most importantly is thank you to all the staff who do their part every day to keep us safe. HSA, the airport staff, the police, um, Dr. Lee and his team, many of the civil servants who've been doing the background work to keep us safe every day. I think that they don't get enough credit. I wish that we could give them a thank you every single day because they're the ones why we're so free to be able to move around without masks and why we're the envy of the world. So they should be given so much credit. And on behalf of the Park government, I want to tell them thank you so much. Minister Bryan told us that he is hoping to get up to 1,000 prizes in the draw and revealed that Burger King has pledged to give everyone at least one Whopper for taking the vaccine. The vaccination challenge continues through June 9th. Details of the COVID-19 vaccination schedule can be found at hsa.ky forward slash public hyphen health forward slash coronavirus forward slash. An analyst with the Commission Secretariat snaps up a Chief Officer's Choice Award for January. Initially, I was shocked and overwhelmed to be selected, but after it settled in, I felt truly appreciated and valued. 
Lise Hurlston received the COC for demonstrating excellence in governance practices for her research and implementation of best practice policies designed to govern the handling, collection, storage, public inspection, and consideration of almost a thousand declarations following the commencement of the Standards in Public Life Act and regulations. Commission Secretariat Manager, Head of Department Deborah Bodden, nominated Ms. Hurlston for the award. Without Ms. Hurlston's work in this area, there is no doubt that the Commission Secretariat would have been unable to support the Commission for Standards in Public Life as they navigated the submission of declarations for the first time. This work directly impacts the government's broad outcome of ensuring a stable, effective and accountable government. Ms. Hurlston researches a wide variety of complex subject matters and collects and analyzes statistics for each of the six commissions. And that is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.